What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Never Done Podcast with me, your host and friend, hopefully, Nadima Nuba. This is episode 123, season 2, and I'm just so happy to be here. Happy Monday, everyone. Um, I am going to manifest that today's going to be a good day, even if it ends up being a really bad day, but let's manifest right now, right here. Let's just take two seconds and just manifest today is going to be a good day. Okay, so thank you for being here today. It is a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful morning. Sky is blue. Everything's going great so far. Um, I actually woke up at 8. No, I actually woke up earlier. And I'm so glad that I woke up that time. Because if you don't know, on the previous episode, I mentioned that I slept for 14 hours on Saturday and I felt horrible so to wake up at like 8 in the morning felt really good because I genuinely thought there was something wrong but I woke up nice and early I don't know if you can tell but um, I'm still a bit sick I still don't feel well but it's better than a few couple of days ago so that's improvements improvements but I don't even know why I'm sick but I am sick um, and I do feel like I'm gonna throw up any second but it's okay, <laughs> it's fine, we're here, and I'm just happy to be here. So before we carry on, self-check-in moment, hope you're doing well, hope you're happy, I hope you're healthy, hope you're taking care of yourself. I said on my on the podcast's Twitter that yesterday, which was Sunday, self-care Sunday, that you take time to yourself because you deserve it, and I really hope that you're taking care of yourself and you're happy and just enjoying life, even if, and if you're having a bad day. You know, it happens to the best of us, um, but it will get better. I truly do believe that. So, yeah, I hope you're taking care of yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, especially. So, yeah. Me, personally, how am I doing? I haven't checked in on myself in, like, a couple of days. Um, I'm doing fine. I feel like I've been better. Like, I am obviously stressed about school and all that because I'm so behind. And that's why I'm glad I woke up early so I can actually catch up with my schoolwork but I've just been so tired like I was my cousin came back yesterday she went to see her mom or whatever and she came back and it's been a long weekend like so we had Friday off Saturday Sunday and now Monday so it's like four days of um no school and it was just like a thing of we've just been so tired lately that don't have the energy to do my schoolwork you know, and I don't even know why I'm so tired, like, on Mondays, I have hockey and tennis and all those extra classes, and I'm just exhausted by the time I get home, and I just want to go to sleep, you know, so I've been really tired, but that's just another, that's another stressor that I can kind of take care of, but other than that, I'm doing okay, I'm actually fine, (laughs) I haven't said that in a while, but I'm actually doing fine, um, but yeah, let's start off this morning, on a positive note, I thought it would be really nice to mention three things that we're grateful for. Um, I'll go, but hopefully, yeah, you can also go if you want. So, me, I'm just grateful to have woken up today, because I know that some people didn't get the opportunity that I have right now, and I'm grateful for the opportunities that I have and and that are upcoming, and I'm grateful for the blessings that I have and that are upcoming. So, yeah, I'm just... All in all, super grateful to be alive. 
and just like reap the benefits of living life because you know life isn't always good but it, it's not that bad either you know what i mean so yeah and my neck is sore i don't know why my neck is sore but it hurts so bad but yeah we're in the car you know you know that you know the drill we're in the car and it's gonna be a good time on today's episode so before i wanted to just catch up even though it's been like a day since we last spoke but yeah, we, I went to church, nothing, not too deep, and um, it was a good time. Um, but I wanted to say a couple of things on here. Now I just need to remember what I wanted to say. <clears throat> oh yes, so I thought I should just make it a note. So if you don't know, if you know, I am doing a short film now people can complain whatever i've been doing this it's been like a year now since that i've been doing this and it's like oh my word when's this coming out like it's been really (laughs) excuse me it's been really tough so i decided to um make myself a due date on when the short form is coming out and i thought it'd just be appropriate to announce that it is coming out my new short form or my first short film Mum is coming out on the 30th of June, which, if you don't know, is my birthday. And I just thought it'd be really cool to make, put on my birthday because I would be, I will be really proud that I actually completed the short film. And I want to do more film like things in the future and even now. But I have to kind of just focus on the short film and the editing and post production and all that. Mind you, it sounds like I have all this under control. I don't even know what I'm doing. But I just love the idea, if you don't know, of storytelling. And it just excites me so much. So my short film Mum premieres on the 30th of June, 2022. Which is in, in about three months. Yeah. And it's like, oh my word, that's such a long time. Um, There's like no time. So I have to still like edit things together. Oh, it's so complicated. But I just want to get it out there. You know. So that's happening. And the film club is a go. I announced it on the previous episode where we're doing our first film club episode type thing. And if you didn't hear about it on that episode, I will say it again here. Um, The movie that we will be watching is The House, directed by Paloma Baeza or whatever. And this TV, the series that we'll be watching is um, Yellow Jackets, and it streams on Showtime. So I don't know how, if they release like every week or what's the deal with that, but I'll have to look at that. And if it releases every week, then I'll have to obviously, you know, find another TV series. But I think it's we'll fine. Yeah, we're fine because it got released in January, so we're okay. Is Yellow Jackets? So if you want to join in on the fun of the film club. I give, it'll be, I give us enough time, like three weeks, you know, so that when we come back, we have enough, because I said I wanted to watch the movie twice, one for pure enjoyment, and then the second time, obviously, for the podcast and all that stuff, and then the TV series is just like, whatever, so three weeks, and then in three weeks, we'll come back and have our first film club episode, and just talk about it. And have a really, really good conversation. So I'm really excited about the film club. Um, and I hope that um, you can join me. Because I really do believe that's going to be super fun. 
and I'm just super, super excited. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of music lately. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Coldplay. I think every day I listen to Coldplay, and specifically the Ghost Stories album, like almost every day. And I listen to MGK's new album, which came out a while ago, but I wanted to dedicate a time to actually listen to it. It's called Mainstream Sellout, if you don't know, and I love it. You know, people really... I saw this YouTube video, and this guy was listening to it, and he was critiquing it really, like... And obviously, you need those kind of people who critique the thing, like, to the T, and say, what's wrong with this, what's this, this, this. But for me, I just enjoy music for the sake of music. Like, if it, if I enjoy it, then I'm going to like the song. You know, so I don't look too deeply into songs that much. But I just don't enjoy music for the sake of music. So, I kind of really do like that album. There's some songs that obviously aren't for me, but there's some songs that I actually do enjoy. So, yeah, I had a workout. I actually am going to work out after this. Um, but I had a workout yesterday, and I did it in the garage. And it was like at 11 p.m. And it was great. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm on, I'm, I don't know if I've said this before, but I'm back on you know, exercising every day, but also being mindful of how I, how and when I exercise, like, I, I was always, like, every single day, I have no days off, but now I've kind of realized that that's so unrealistic, and that just results in burnout, so I exercise, like, three times, and I took a day off, and then twice, and then I took a day off, and then just so that it's realistic, and that I actually, you know, stick to this, so it's been a week, and I've been exercising every day, and had one day off, and it's felt, it's felt really, really good, I'm not gonna lie, so, other than that, I've got nothing really much to say, then again, it's only been a day since the last episode, so there's not much to say, and yesterday, what happened yesterday, on Sunday, by the way, <clears throat> my cousin came back, um, I've mentioned that, oh, I took a nap, so we went to church for like three hours and I took a nap. Only intended to take a nap for an hour and a half. I ended up sleeping for like three hours. Woke up at eight o'clock at night. And then, yeah. I had so much coffee yesterday because there's like no food in our house. So the immediate like um, reaction is to turn to coffee. So I had like four that night. Then I worked out when, yeah. So that's what I can say. And yeah. And if you're new, I know I never say this because I just assume that you've been listening to all the episodes. But if you're new, um, thank you for clicking on this episode. How you came upon it, I don't know. But I'm just glad that you're here. And I hope that you enjoy your time here spent with me. And that you continue to come back. Be really nice. But <clears throat> without, you know, with that being said, <laughs> I mean, I think it is a good time to get into today's episode. Um, a part of me feels like I've spoken about this before. You know, I, I've spoken about my fam. So today's episode is obviously about relationships. And however you want to interpret that is up to you. But I'm going to go through the entire spectrum, varying from friend relationships, romantic relationships, family relationships, and just like 
it's a very much generalized um relationship episode and then again i think if i recall i've done sibling relationships i have done families kind of and mother-daughter relationships the one thing i haven't done is my wait is daughter and father relationships and there's a reason i haven't done that and i guess i will get into that when i do that there's a like a really valid reason as to why it's kind of sad actually but anyway (laughs) just moving on relationships and i've been why did i come upon this actually oh i wrote this like a week ago and it was just like something was happening in my um well it is currently still happening but it was very much heightened during that time and i was like i'm really not good at this because I don't even know how it works, that being relationships. So, this is going to... This is going to be interesting. So, I like to describe it as my relationship with relationships. If that makes sense, you know. So, where should we begin? Where to begin? And I, the reason why I wanted to um, kind of dive into this idea of relationships deeper is because... Well, me personally, I've never really heard or seen someone open up about relationships and talk about it openly and honestly. Because a lot of relationships that I see, then again, this is about my personal experience, a lot of relationships that I've seen have always been, you know, I guess picture perfect or like white picket fence type of relationship that it's like everyone, like, okay, think for a minute now you think of a family you look at the family you kind of not immediately but unconsciously think okay this family has a good relationship like the mother and daughter talk about everything they're besties the father and the son are like whatever together and it's like a full tight-knitted family like they get along so so well and obviously that's what we see but i guess under that or underlying that we don't really see the truth of their relationship and obviously if they don't want to show that that's up to them but there is always i think an underlying truth under every relationship like maybe the father and the and the daughter fight all the time that's why they're never together or they just don't get along which is interesting even though you're family like i think people immediately think because you're family we're gonna get along like we know each other no it like oh my word it actually um it makes me think so much. Anyway, so I wanted to be, I guess, be that person. Ugh, it sounds so, like, arrogant. But to see that not every family is what you think it to be, if that makes sense. Because even me, I'm guilty of, I guess, stereotyping families and saying, oh, look at that family. They have a big car. They're, like, so well-bonded. They have, you know, they get along. They go on family vacations or family holidays they do everything as a family like they're so you know close and I've obviously been guilty of assuming that but obviously with the experience I have in my family I would like to think that I'm not the only one whose family is I guess complicated in a way yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so enough about that. That's kind of like the the idea around this episode is just showing you or just like trying to 
shed a light on that it's okay to you know that relationships are ooh, sorry that relationships are different and it's okay you know what i mean so where to begin let me start with um i'm gonna start with family because that's like the i guess the easiest easiest one to explain so one of my first i've talked about this already first podcast episodes was awkward families and i think that's the best way or i can think of to describe my family's dynamic and relationship is that it's awkward it's weird and obviously there's nothing wrong with it it's just how it is like that's like the atmosphere our relationship has and obviously there's times where we laugh and you know we have fun but generally it's awkward and it's weird and it's like i'm trying to think now cuz the reason also the reason i started family is cuz family is the first relationship that you have like you get in you you're born obviously and now you just brought into these this group of people that you don't know but are your family and you're kind of um you need to get along with them because they are your for lifers if i can say that you know like you're bonded by whatever blood whatever and all that so it's the first relationship that you have and the first relationship that you know so if your relationship with your family isn't i guess quote unquote good it kind of sets sets the tone of what your relationships with let's say your friends will be like or your partners will be like cuz okay i'm trying to like gather my thoughts now for instance like okay wait no i can't, i feel weird now um okay so wait i'm trying to think oh my god this is so awkward i'm trying to think my mind is like everywhere now Okay, it's the first relationship that you have, obviously. So, if your relationship with your family is kind of awkward and weird, it's kind of like, okay, this is how a relationship is supposed to be. Like it's not supposed to be, you know, like fun or like anyway, it's supposed to be like how I described it as <clears throat> in my book. I wrote you I said, it feels forced, like a relationship. It feels forced and dutiful because everyone in the family has their roles well in my family at least have their roles that have been kind of um engraved into them when they were like younger and all that so you know there's my father there's my mother there's my brother and then there's me so our relationship then again the only way i can really describe it is awkward like communication is weird like it feels dutiful like and feels forced you know they always say you choose you, you don't really choose your family but you can not really but you don't cuz you're born into a family so it is kind of forced and going let's like go let's like think back centuries back what's the word stereotypically men are like the the providers of the family. They provide the whatever, let's say financial, the financials. They do all the heavy lifting stuff or whatever. <clears throat> the women 
are the caretakers. They make the food, they do this, they do that. Stereotypically, I'm not saying that's how it is or how it should be. That's how it's been kind of like said to be, you know, years, years ago. And obviously, you know, involving traditions and all that, it's kind of still seen that way, if that makes sense. So that's what, that's what I mean, that our family feels very much dutiful. Like the, the father or man of the house or whatever is like the provider, mother, caretaker, and then there's the children who have to kind of take after the mother as the caretaker, take after the father as the provider of the family and all that. Like it goes through from generation to generation and all that jazz. So that's what I mean. Like it feels so dutiful and it feels so structural and it's it's not always a bad thing but it feels so structural that because of these duties and responsibilities that they have that there's no room for like emotional connection you know or an actual deeper level relationship like I'm gonna be bluntly honest I do not really and I saw someone yeah I've spoken to someone about this actually I do not have an emotional connection or relationship with my father and it's not a bad thing it's just how it is and that's why I kind of want to shed a light on these kind of things and to not um I was gonna say not to not um judge them or shame them in that way so it's not like a bad thing I'm just saying it it is what it is and I think that's because of obviously generations ago we were not really introduced into having emotional connections or those kind of relationships. It was just like, you're in this family and this is your role and that's all you're going to do. You're in this family, this is your role and that's all you're going to do. There was like, then again, no room. Or it was just never even like in their minds or even thoughts to have a connection, emotional connection with their children or offspring or whatever. So... But that being said, it is no secret. I wanna, and I'm gonna. I hate to talk about. My, I hate to. Talk, oh, I can't even speak. I hate to talk about myself, but it is no secret that I'm not very good at relationships, and not just romantically, but like friend relationships, romantic relationships, and then family relationships. I'm not good at it. It's like, obviously, I try to work on it, but yeah, it's like I'm not good at it, and I think that it comes from or it stems from the kind of relationship I have for my family like this it stems from my family and I think that is the like the root and the core of my whole relationship with relationships if that makes sense because and I and I hate to say it like this because I feel like I don't know what a good relationship is supposed to look like or I don't know what a good relationship looks like and then again there's always like this thing of all relationships are different and unique. There's not just one set stone of like, this is the personification of a good relationship. Like everyone's different. We operate differently. We function differently and that's okay. But you, you kind of like get where I'm like going at as to, I don't know what a an open, or I don't know what an openly communicated or uh uh 
you know, like an open, yeah, that's a bit, an openly communicated relationship looks like, where we talk about how we're feeling at this point, and why we do the things we do, and we just talk, like, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, me and my family, we do not talk, it's like, <clears throat> it's like that thing of, you know, like, you have your school friends, and then when you leave your school premises, you don't know each other, there's like a meme about that, it's kind of like the same energy, in a way, as to like, we're family, but then when we like, leave, it's like, okay, and I know that there is always, excuse me, that thing of like, we are family, and that's kind of what I like, is that you'll always have each other's backs, no matter what, like, you can always, not always, but like, as I'm saying, every relationship is different, but in my case, you are family, and it's good to know that, you know, that there is always someone who has your back, and I have a very big family, so, and I think, I don't know what an openly communicated relationship looks like, you know, and I think communication, a good relationship needs communication, that's all, it just needs communication and talking, like, my family and I, we do not talk to each other about normal, like, things, like, I can't remember the last time I talked about, like, my like, if I think now, my mom, mother does not know what I am going through in in the sense of, like, you know, school is stressing me out, this, like, college thing is stressing me out, this tennis thing is not working, it's, like, really hard, and I'm, like, you know, depressed half, and just, like, so many things, like, she doesn't know this stuff, and you might think, oh, my word, just tell her, and I've spoken about this in mothers with relationships as to why I don't, so, if you want to know, I'm not going to, like, say it on here, you can go and listen to that episode, but it's just, like, those things aren't normalized in my family, and the only person who I think really understands is my cousin, because we're kind of from the same generation where it is normalized to not be okay and to talk through your problems and talk about them. Whereas in previous years, it was like frowned upon to talk about how sad you are. And they're like, oh my word, why are you sad? You know what I mean? So that's why my cousin knows a lot about what's happening in my life because I feel like sh- she would understand. I said like, you know, this this world is it's tough. Like what we're going through is really hard. And it is taking a toll on, you know, your health mentally, physically, emotionally, etc. You know what I mean? So, a good relationship for me needs communication. Now, I'm going to, like, stem away from family and go into... Should I go? Okay, this is kind of weird. Romantic relationships. Right. So confession I've never been in a, in a romantic relationship in my life and I'm 17 years old which is fine like you know I receive a lot of judgment it's okay that's like oh my word you've never da, da, da. I'm like no you've never I'm like no and they're like oh my word and you're like 17 I'm like okay and anyway so I've never been in a romantic relationship and I feel like there's a reason behind this and then again comes stems from my family as to and my mom told me from an early age that like no you know relationships before 18 and all that because it's just like stupid or just like a waste of time 
and obviously that's been in my the back of my mind but it's also been like I've just never it's never been um it's never really crossed my mind if I'm going completely honest like someone told like the other day at school someone's like oh my god you've never like liked anyone or you've never obviously we have crushes like it's just a way of like it's natural but you've never like dated anyone and I was like no and then they was like why I don't understand why and I'm like I don't know truly I don't know but it's never like really crossed my mind it's not at the forefront of my mind as to like oh my word I need to date someone because I like them it's like no it's never like been a priority for me you know and also I just feel really uncomfortable in those situations like I don't know what to do and some will know that I've spoke about my first experience in kind of this um in this um topic I don't even know where I spoke about it but I spoke about it on some episode where I was kind of confronted with this issue and I was like taken aback because I did not know what to do anyway <clears throat> romantic relationships I don't know I've never been experienced or you know in that era so I can't really talk about it but I just feel super uncomfortable when those kind of situations you know present themselves because it's another thing of like I don't know what what do you do (laughs) I know it sounds so stupid but it's like what do you do like if someone hypothetically goes oh my word I like you, you like me, I'll be like, okay, so what now? Mm, Do we just, like, hang out every day, you know? And that's how my brain works in those situations. And I know some people might be like, oh my word, okay. But then again, I've never been experienced in that way or at all. So, all in all, romantic relationships kind of... It makes me feel weird because it's also like a being in a different environment, if that makes sense. Because obviously when you're introduced to something new, you're kind of like eerie and weary, like, oh my word. Like, what is this? <laughs> if that makes sense. So, I can't really talk about romantic relationships because it's not my... Yeah, I've never, so it's just, it doesn't make sense for me to talk about it. But friend relationships, I've talked about this before a really long time ago, is that it's no secret I struggle making friends because I'm just shy in that way. And it's always easier to make, I guess, friends when you're younger because you don't think too much of it. But like to make new friends when you're older is a whole different story because now you kind of know who you in a way you know a bit of who you are and to go up to someone and be like hello this is me and they don't like you you know theoretically they don't like you and you're like oh they don't like who I am and it's like ouch and that kind of rejection is it's things like it's really it really hurts so it's obviously a bit more difficult to form friend relationships when you're older. And for me, I was saying this, some relationships, friend relationships, ugh, I can't speak. Let me just take a second. Some friend relationships just happen. Like there's a lot of friends that I have 
that I don't even recall knowing when we met. It's just like we were in the same place and we just end up talking and then we haven't stopped talking since, you know. And I think, it, like, don't force a friendship, in my opinion. <laughs> if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, that's my kind of thought process in that sense. And that's, I guess, has resulted in having less friends. And that's okay. Because the ones, I guess, I do have are very special and hold dear to me. You know what I mean? Because they just happen authentically and they're authentic relationships. And they just happen in a very unique way, you know? And obviously, if you want to be friends with someone, you can, you do you. I'm not saying don't go for it. I'm just saying you know when you 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 kind of feel the vibe like if it's not mixing it's not mixing with someone like I've talked to so many people where I'm just talking and I'm like this is not working and obviously it doesn't mean be mean it's just like yeah this isn't working we're not we're only on talking basis we're not on like sharing experience basis let me just say that so I'm really grateful for the friendships that I do have, even if there's so few, um, and that's okay, you know, normalize having, you know, one friend, or less friends, and just, like, make that, just put it out there, and I'm not saying that there are people out there that I don't consider my friends, there are people I consider my friends, but, you know, there's people you, you kind of, um, hold back on what, I don't know if that makes sense, I think levels of friendship, like there's a level where you tell this friend everything and there's a level where you kind of hold back a little bit, you don't want to let them know everything, but you're still friends and then there's a level of like being friendly and talking like, yeah, we're friends, but outside of school, eesh, not really, I'm, I'm joking, I'm joking, goodness, um, but yeah, so all in all, relationships are complicated they're different, they're unique, and that's fine, so, yeah, that's what I can say, and if you've never met a family with some, you know, because some families do put out that, or they don't, maybe they don't mean to, but they do put out that, like, picture of everything is fine, you know, mother, daughter are besties, father and son are, you know, tight, and all that, and mommy's boy, father's girl, whatever, but then underlying behind that picture, there's so much more to their story, you know, so I think it's just to be, um, just like keep that in mind, because maybe things aren't as good as they made seem on the outside if that makes sense and I don't know what my family looks like to people on the outside but yeah yeah it's so funny when I was a bit younger I would, my mom would like come to a lot of the stuff I did and then she would like laugh or whatever and then someone would come to me oh my word your mom is so nice you guys have such a good relationship and I'm not saying like my family's and I's relationship is bad like don't get that wrong, it's not bad, I'm just saying it's awkward, and it's, it's different, <laughs> let me just say that, 
it's not bad. Like we don't we don't hate each other. It's just like, for instance, right now as I'm sitting here in the car, so I'm in the car. My brother is in his room sleeping, obviously, and he literally never comes out. Like my brother and I never talk unless you know we need to or something. And then my mom is in the front. My my father isn't here. And it's just like, and I think where we situate ourselves in the house is a very good represent representation of how our family is. You know what I mean? Like we're in different places of the house. Like I'm here in the car. My mom is there in the living room. My brother is in his room, and obviously my father isn't here. That kind of um, what is the word now? I was gonna say symbolically or symbolizes like we don't have those moments where we all come together and just like talk in the living room like that never happens and the only time I think my mother has kind of enforced this thing where once in a while we play cards together and I think that's really nice but that's like the only time because once the card game is finished my brother goes hibernates into his room my mother's in the living room and I'm like in the kitchen or something and then it's over. Like, the moment is over and we're just quiet. We don't even say anything and all that. But, yeah. Then again, it is what it is. But I love my family. I love the relationships that I have with friends, family, and all that. They're all unique. They're different. And I think that's what keeps them... Because we don't want a boring family. It's like, it's like, yeah. Let's not be boring. But... Yeah, every family is different, every relationship is different, you know, and that's okay. You know, there's nothing to be ashamed of if your relationship doesn't look like what that other person's relationship looks like. Um, It's unique in that way, and that's a good thing, I think, in my eyes, at least. Whew. So that being said, thank you for listening. I don't want to be finished just yet. So I'm going to see what else I can talk about before I leave and go shower and do my work. I'm just trying to see what is here. It's Monday. Oh, it's Monday. I don't know it was Monday. Oh, I said I was gonna, I wanted to do something. Okay, I forgot. <laughs> it's fine. Do you guys know that I have a manifestation board? No? Hmm? Okay, well, I do have one. Oh, that's what I was gonna do. Okay, so I have like these things I need to do. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I am gonna do them, but it's just. Oh, yeah. I, the other day, so I have in my mind a dream creative slash podcast studio. You know what I mean? Like, I have, like, it in my mind of what I want it to look like. So once in a while, I, you know, kind of write it down or draw it, at least, in my journal. Just so that it's like a, it's like a, I'm going to draw a vision board. Just for the sakes of having a vision board. And I know Lily Singh is very much into vision boards. I think she's on a fifth vision board or sixth vision board. And I think there's a real power in having a vision board. 
because when you see obviously visually what you want you kind of it's an everyday reminder of like oh my word I'm gonna work towards this and I wrote here yesterday actually I'm gonna put this like these things on my door and my cousin doesn't know about any of these things so I'll, I'll put like nap worldwide or non worldwide and you might be thinking what is that that's exactly the point but if you know if you're an og and you know nap stands for never alone podcast and non stands for never alone with the lady but my cousin would not know that so she'll be like what is non worldwide and if i put that in my door it'll just be like a constant reminder of like oh my word this is kind of what I'm working towards, but also what I strive this to be, you know, in a, in like a weird twisted way, not twisted, but it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. And I think it's a really cool thing to have. And just like every single day when I walk out my door, I just see this non worldwide and I'll just be so determined and so motivated to record an episode and just come here and you know, have a good time, it's all about having a good time, you know what I mean, like, enjoying life more, and I have this, I wrote your dream studio, and I put it there, and I was like, oh my god, I'm super excited, and I know I'm only 17, and this is, like, super far-fetched, but you know what they say, a lot, this, okay, this saying has been, like, I've heard it so many times the past couple of days, and I don't know if it's a sign or what is happening. But I've been hearing this so much. And it, it's, um, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. I tell you, I've heard it at least more than 10 times for the past five days. And I'm like, why is everyone saying this saying? You know, and I always like to look into little messages. You know what I mean? Or hidden messages in like certain things. So like this saying was constantly being repeated in my life so I'm like thinking maybe this is supposed to mean something and it might sound stupid to you but maybe this means something so yeah and this is that's kind of like this podcast you must 100% the shots you don't take so here we are I'm trying to think what else I did oh yeah and I wrote dream big just for the sakes Ah, yeah, what did I, oh, I don't know what that was, anyway, so that's that, nothing much, nothing much happening in my life these days, it's pretty boring, I'm really enjoying the hockey, I'm not gonna lie, wait, what does it say? Um, me enjoying the hockey, I'm having super, so much fun, you know, I haven't had fun in a while, like, if I think about it, I haven't had fun, you know, a lot of, like, I'm, I will say this, there's a lot of uncertainty happening in my life at this moment, and it's scary, to be honest, and I talked about this in the listening party, um, it is scary, but I just try and have fun, like, that's kind of my my motto these days is to enjoy life more and to have fun. Because, I mean, like, you never know, like, 
obviously I'm still gonna do my schoolwork, like just one of the things I have to do. But after that, I'm gonna go outside, film a few things, uh, maybe record another episode, which will be out on Saturday. Maybe not so late show, I don't know. But just to make my life, I like to make my life exciting and interesting because I don't want to live a boring life. It's like, don't be boring. That's what I like to tell myself. It's like, don't be boring. <clears throat> so just trying to enjoy life more, even through the the adversity and the struggles and the stress, the uncertainty, just trying to enjoy life more and all that. Yeah, my throat actually hurts. But yeah, I want to get the book Be a Triangle by Lily Singh. Because I've, I've actually been really inspired by her lately. You know, I I love Jay Shetty. You guys know this. He's like my mental coach. Well, he's like my he's my life coach, but just, he just doesn't know it. But he's my life coach. And he recently did a podcast episode with... What's her name? What's her name now? Lily Singh, jeez, her name was uh, Lily Singh, and it was a, that was an interesting episode, um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that episode, and she has a new book called Be a Triangle, and I want to get it, and yeah, and there's also this thing that I write almost every day, is... Day by day, one day at a time. Because a lot of the times, I feel like my life is just going so fast. And everything is just happening so quickly, all at once. That I'm missing so much. That I just like to, you know, take a moment and say, just take everything day by day. And one day at a time. Because I tend to, I've said this before, tend to think a lot into the future. And think about what might happen. Oh my word, what might happen. But then when I write this down, I think just take it one day at a time. Like focus on today. And do what you can. And do your best today. And then the next day will come. So just say day by day. One day at a time. I just like like to remind myself about that. So yeah. Oh yeah, I was, I was talking about manifestation board. I don't like to... <clears throat> there's this thing I'm like a delusional optimist, as Charlie Rocket likes to say. So when I when I write these things down, it might sound like, oh my word, you're like so big for your shoes. But that's why I only write them down for me. So I will mention one. Okay. I'll mention one. And this is one thing that I... You all know, but in the past, I've been like... Anyway. One other thing is that I am going to be on GQ 10 Essentials. I love GQ 10 Essentials. I don't know why, but I just love GQ and the whole... And its whole, you know, message. And just GQ 10 Essentials. There's something about GQ 10 Essentials that I... I don't know why, but I strive to be on GQ10 Essentials. I think it's the best thing. Because I find it interesting that you can kind of see or tell a lot about a person by the by their essentials. You know what I mean? So that's always been an interesting factor for me. But I just love the idea of like sharing what you have. I don't know why, but 
I'm that's my one goal to be on GQ Ten Essentials. If anyone out there knows how I can make that happen, let me know. Give me a call, cause I'm I'm there. You know, <laughs> Siri. Um, did I talk about how I want a Polaroid camera? I think I. Wait, I don't even know if I did, but I'm gonna say it again over here. I definitely talked about it somewhere, but I can't remember. But I did. But I'm saying it again, sorry. <laughs> I'm having like a conversation with myself. I want a Polaroid camera. Now, it sounds super basic. I mean, when you want a Polaroid camera, it sounds really basic. But I think there is this, you know, beauty, raw beauty of capturing a moment in time and not going through having to edit or adjust or, you know, do something to the photo to make it look as beautiful as possible. And obviously you can do that if your heart desires or whatever. But there is a beauty in just like pointing at something and shooting and just capturing a moment in time. Or just a moment. And there's this thing that I'm doing on my um, Naledi Captures page called Raw Uncut. And I'm going to do a video and explaining why I'm doing this and all that jazz. But I just wanted to do it because even in, there's so much, you know, beauty in imperfection. Like when we take photos, and I'm not, sh- you know, bashing or shame or like judging professional photographers who edit their pictures. Like, no, there's also beauty in editing. But now nah, I forgot where I was going with this. But there's a beauty in imperfection because you see the rawness and the, the imperfections and that's what makes it unique and authentic and kind of special in its own way so i was doing um, i am doing the series called raw uncut where i just take photos of moments and just post them exactly like that like no editing nothing just taking the photo and posting it and i've posted one photo already um, but it's kind of weird because I just posted it and it just says raw uncut one and then I wrote community under so maybe people will be like what is this so that's why I wanted to do a video explaining what this raw uncut thing is and I'm actually really excited about it but I it's diff. I feel like there's more it's different to do it from a phone and then to do it from a, a camera or like a like that's why a Polaroid because I think a Polaroid I would like to have because it's a physical like it's something you can touch and you know have and keep with you other than obviously having your phone where it's digitalized or whatever and it's like a photo on your phone so I wanted a Polaroid camera to just have where I you know just to doc I talked about I have talked about this because I like to document my life and example being this podcast and also having my journals is uh is what is the word it's kind of like a documentary of my life and a recording in or a capsule cap capsule what is that the right word I think of my life and obviously I'm only one person out of seven billion people 
but yeah I don't know why but I just like the idea of capturing things and just like having a capsule of even this like little small life that I've lived I don't know why so if anyone knows where I can get a Polaroid camera and I know there's like those like in in sticks what is it called instapix with an x or something where you take and then like rolls out but I know then again Jonathan Bailey on 10 essentials he had a Polaroid camera and also saw what's his name sorry Logan Paul he's doing 99 originals and then the camera he used like a Polaroid camera and I think it's like it's so cool so what's like the there's a brand I think they they are Polaroid like they they are Polaroid um yeah if anyone knows where I can get a camera very much appreciated <laughs> so yeah that's that's my TED talk so that's my raw uncut series that I'm doing I'm super super excited for that being said it is what's the time now excuse me I'm so sorry you had to hear that um it is 10 41 so it's 20 minutes till 11 so I don't think the water is warm so I'm not gonna shower right now um I can just do some of my schoolwork, I guess which is always not a bad idea um and yo I would really like love to sit and just chat but I've just got so much to do so much to do but with that being said thank you so much for listening um, I really appreciate it if you've made it. if you made it thus far, you already know you're a real one. I appreciate you more than you know, and I thank you so 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 much. Um, and I will see you again on oh my word, only on Saturday. We only see each other on Saturday, but it's fine because then I have a lot to tell you of what happened during my week, and we can talk. We can have a snack together. It's gonna be a great time. And I think wait, I actually have something happening on Saturday. Yeah, but I'll I will record. Relax, relax. I will record. Let's, let's calm down. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening again. I love you all so so much, and I will see you on the next one. Bye.